Gallagher greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 344 of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Bad Bit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we are talking about Factions 2 getting the Mr. Freeze treatment. Way too many layoffs throughout the industry and so much more as we do it live each and every Wednesday over at youtube.com slash PS Trophy Room at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But with all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? I knew I forgot to finish that intro. <laughs> I know, I'm like, because we're also talking about Assassin's Creed Mirage. Yeah, there's way more. I don't know. We we got sidetracked. I, I was learning about Joe's birthday, which, happy birthday, Joseph. Yes. Oh, my goodness. How old are we today? 32. 32. 30, the big 3-2. Okay. And can I say I'm feeling good about this birthday? Good. You want to know why? Why? You could say like, oh, I did like I completed a lot of things, right? Like I lost a lot of weight. Sure. I have yeah. addressed some like like stuff in my life that needed fixing. I done yeah. fixed it. Got promotions at work. All that stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's because if I'm truthful with you guys, and I think people that are in their 30s know this, um, but once you hit the 30, it really like really after you hit 21, none of your birthdays matter, and it kind of just starts blurring into one big like celebration of your day it's just a like it should just always be a good day for you right i thought um again because after 30 i just stopped caring i was turning 33 this year (laughs) so i feel like i earned a year you know and so i was like all right i'm 32 not 33 so that's where i'm at mentally (laughs) um because again you know yesterday i got the covid booster and the you know, uh-huh. flu shot, so I got that dog in me. And I got the best birthday gift of all. All right. My brother, and and I want to just, you know, give a little backstory to this. My brother, back in the early 2000s, traded in our Super Nintendo N64 and all the games for, like, Splinter Cell. So the real dumb back of the day. Okay? Uh-uh. Not to say Splinter Cell is not a... No, nope, you said it. You can't take it back. It's It's just, like, it's not worth all your prized possessions. That being said, my brother has made it back to me slowly, but surely when I was 26, he got me a Super Nintendo again with Super Mario World. And now when I am 32 years of age, he got me the Majora's Mask. Look at that. Look at the holographic cover, Kyle. Look at that. I see. And it's it's legit. It has it has all the certifications you need. It has the metal bolts. This thing is purely authentic. the Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask N64 cartridge. God bless. My brother, best brother in the world. So, like, I'm riding high because, like, again, like, today has been a real, real good day. But I want to know from the non-birthday boy, how you been, man? It's been it's been forever. Uh, I'm doing okay. Yeah? I'm a little, I'm a little tired. Yeah. Uh, I got a toothache, which yeah. is a bummer. Got a bummer. Which I knew was going to happen. It. And isn't that weird? Because like today, I got a, like a call from my dentist. They're like, "You should get your teeth checked." I'm like, "How do you know?" Well, he- here's the thing, right? So like, you know, my old job had health insurance, had dental insurance. Yeah. Got the the root canal, whatever, fixed last year. Love to hear it. They said I did have other cavities, right? 
Uh-oh. And I was going to go back. I had to wait because the root canal took out all, like all of my dental insurance like coverage. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't know if you where it's capped at how much they will pay before you have to pay everything out of pocket oh, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. The root canal hit that limit on its own. So they were like, wait until the next year and then come in and we'll fix them up. Well, they laid me off. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you're, and, and you're, well, you know. I still don't have good health insurance, so mm. I just have to wait a little bit longer until okay. maybe I get made full time. But mm. it's hurting. Yeah. It's this eye tooth right here. I got one that needs to be addressed, and I'm just dreading to address it, to be honest. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't mind the cavity so much. Just knock me out or do whatever. I can yeah. sit there like a champ. Just like I don't know, maybe not charge me six hundred dollars per cavity. Like it, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like come on, all you're doing is drilling my tooth and filling it with cement. I How hard could it be? I could do school. it. Just give me the mirror. Exactly. Yeah, and you're not there a real doctor. A, I don't remember his name, but there's a great show called Would I Lie to You? It's a BBC show over mm-hmm. in the UK. Oh, it's yeah. fantastic. Where they get like uh, you know comedians over there, and they have to. Uh, you know either tell the truth or tell a lie it's pretty simple but there was one guy on it i think his name was bob or something and his prompt was i do my own dentistry and he was it was like ridiculous he was like yeah i get on my kitchen island (laughs) i get a mirror i prop it up i do it all and they all said he was lying but that it was the truth so like i need to learn from that man yeah (laughs) do it all he was like yeah you can just buy all the materials on your own and just like diy your teeth guys (laughs) (laughs) it ain't that tough no you could not (laughs) pay me to do that uh uh that said though i do want to before we start this show um Again, it's my birthday today, so please wish mm-hmm. me more happy birthdays. But to the hundreds of y'all that have reached out, and whether it's just a like, retweet, sending me amazing messages, my fo- I was literally I I was watching the creator today, right in the theater. I um so I turned off my phone respectfully, and um I turned on my phone again. It was just a barrage of just all like love, kindness, and support. So thank you all so much for for that because y'all know i've been going through it the last you know month or two over the 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 pupper situation so honestly that to to just to see the effect that i've had on folks that they take time out of their day even if it's just a simple like man oh man Mm -hmm. that means so much and there's even still like tim purr right here in the chat thank you so much like yeah too kind how does it feel that on your birthday the government awakened our zombie chip inside of us. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Honest. So I saw so many tweets. I did not. I did not know that was a thing. People were oh, spouting. Oh, I had yeah? no idea. Afterwards, I saw everyone tweeting about. Oh, great! Now I'm a zombie. I was like, oh, I'm interested <laughs> at how this started. And oh boy, oh boy, what there are some really coaster. good tweets out there <laughs> from some crazy part. ass people. <laughs> no, honestly. So we, again, we were watching this movie, and before we got in for uh, UK and non-American folks, they have no idea. What no we're idea. About so uh, yeah, like there was like a governmental thing. It's like you, you know when you it's get an, like an Amber Alert or whatever. Yeah, uh, you know broadcast system, but it was nationwide on TVs, phones, radio, all at the same time. It. Yeah, yeah, and. um and so we're watching this movie, and before we get in or, or we sit in our chairs, my girlfriend turns and she goes, she goes to the guy like behind us. She just like gives him a weird look, and I'm like, "What's going on?" She's like, 
you think that guy's okay? I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah, that guy's fine. It's like, he, he's been slouching in his chair in that same position for like 20 minutes now. And then like, it, and like periodically through through the movie, I could just see her like turn and like kind of look. <laughs> and, she, and she's like, Joe, do you think you should go up and like say something? Because like, he hasn't moved and I don't even think he's staring. <laughs> But thank goodness to that government, like, beep, boop, beep, doop, boop, 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 <laughs> alert. Because, like, I looked up, he looked at his phone, and then he just turned it off. I was like, see, he was just being really into the movie-going experience, you know? Yeah, as you should. As you should, as you should. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Listen, Kyle, there's a lot of PlayStation to talk about today. Yeah, uh-huh. Some good, bad, and some Jim Ryan. So, oh boy, I I want to get into it. But before we do, I want to thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. And just a bit of a heads up, Patreon changed their whole layout on the creator end. So if I am missing your name on this list, please, please, please DM me uh, because it's, it's new, it's different, and I'm now old and I don't like change. So that being said, if you ever got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, whatever your situation may be, uh, it really does help us out. If you throw a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS trophy room. And dare I say it is my birthday. So, you know, it would mean a lot. That'd be really rad. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's the reason why we look so good, sound so great, is your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. And maybe me and the community this week are going to gather together for a special Patreon episode where we just talk all about Ahsoka this whole season because we love it so very much. So go make sure you check us out, support us. And I want to thank our supporters are over at the newest members, uh, Mitchell Gramlin at the Platinum Tier, Liam Rust at the Platinum Tier, John at the Bronze Tier, and Black Mavericks at the Silver Tier. I want to thank our premium producers, Todd Burowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our Platinum members, Jay Shea, Jedi Master Red, Cowboy Danger D, Jonas Young, The Green Gorilla Gamer, Chaotic Monkey, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Yuko Kill 90, Steven Flesh, Strubles and Bits, Bertos Maximos. Chris Hybrid 748, Matt Valdez, Chris the Wizard, Solo, Liam Russ, Silkanet, and Desamine, and Jadus Von Metal. I want to thank our gold members Cypher Primus, Doth Simon the Pie Man, Jesse Garcia, JB the Purple Monkey, Hayden Doyce, Katie, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Marcus O'Neill, Red Arrow, Aegis Hermit, Androsaur, Oh, sorry, Andrew Zor. Andrew, I messed it up. I messed it you up. You got this. Bad. Astronaut Junior. Astronaut Junior, not to be mistaken with Astronaut Senior. The Winter Gamer, Robbie Bobby Miller, Brunson Zachary, Brunty Blob, Bubble Boy N7, Captain Logan, Final Fan XZ, Hambone, JD Dillinger, M9 Prime, Stone Cold, ET, Tino Six Speed, and Johnson, Sean McKenzie, Rick Arrington, Spam and Bamman, Matthew King, Duh. Overlord, Dewana Raksha, Rick Davis, and the Lord Commander Suddy. Ooh-wee, there's just so many names you read off there, you know? And I just did it effortlessly, by the way. Nobody... Uh, uh, yeah, no. Because yeah. someone was Smooth talking real better. loud outside, outside, and it really yeah. did not even kill my focus in the slightest. No, yeah, no, you... It was normal, like any other episode. I know, great. right? Right, audience? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just... move past it. 
Kyle, it is time. I can, only, I can imagine if you were some deranged sicko, then you'd be like, right, audience? And then silence and go, right. <laughs> Just lean in and get all right. right eyed. No Tell one ever made right. a mistake. <laughs> all right, Kyle, it is time to square up the news. First bit of news that needs to be squared up comes from Tom Phillips over at Eurogamer. Tom writes, Fall Guys developer hit hard by Epic Games layoffs, but studio to remain open. Mediatonic, the UK developer behind Fall Guys, has been severely impacted by expected job losses as a result of yesterday's layoffs by Epic Games, though the studio itself will not be closed. Epic Games acquired Mediatonic back in March 2021 after the studio's Battle Royale Fall Guys blew up in popularity. The deal was meant to secure Mediatonic's future. Now, despite the studio remaining open, that future looks very different indeed. Last night, rumors swirled that the cuts were so deep the whole studio would close, but this isn't the case. Team members I've spoken to have said, and Epic Games itself has now confirmed. Mediatonic's work on Fall Guys continues to be a company priority. Quote, and oh, that was a whole quote. Never mind. I missed the <laughs> beginning of it. Uh, an Epic Games spokesperson told me today, despite dozens of Mediatonic staff now taking to social media to start looking for new positions elsewhere. Staff I have heard from say the scale of the cuts is huge, and the picture remains unclear just how many people will remain. Epic confirmed a total of 830 people will leave the wider company. A photo from inside Mediatonic was shared on social media by Ed Fear, creator of the studio's brilliant visual novel Puzzler Murder by Numbers, himself a victim of the layoffs. The letters of Mediatonic's logo has been rearranged to now read Decimation. In a public statement, Epic said roughly 16% of its total headcount had been cut, with the majority, approximately two-thirds, from those working outside of Epic's quote-unquote core focuses. A further 250 staff will depart as Epic shed other recent acquisitions, Bandcamp and Super Awesome. Epic's core focus focuses include Unreal Engine and Fortnite, the latter of which retains numerous teams currently focused on building new Battle Royale seasons, an expected major driving mode, fresh musical experiences, and a notable Lego collaboration. Job losses at Mediatonic, according to posts shared by staff publicly on social media, look to cover almost every area of the business from staff working in IT support, marketing, software, development, and as character artists, gameplay programmers, level designers, producers, and narrative staff. Decimation is right. (sighs) Holy crap. Shedding 16% of your company overnight. Um, how does that happen, Kyle? I mean, this Not is a only company. How does that happen, Joe? Yeah. How does this happen at Epic? Right. This is a company that owns one of the most popular video games, not just multiplayer video games ever in the past, like five, 10 years. Right. Um, this is a company that literally owns one of the most popular and game profitable. engines and profitable game yeah. engines in the world. It's insane. How does this happen? Like, it, to me, it's bizarre on so many ways. And you could cut me off if you'd like, but it seems like to me, Epic saw what they had with Fortnite and they were like, this is really, this is lightning in a bottle. But we know that this lightning will dim one day, right? 
So we're going to throw some ideas at the wall and see if it sticks. And to me, and I want to know what you think here, Kyle, it's just the dumbest ideas. Like building Epic Game Store, which has just essentially been from what the PC folks uh, tell me is like where they get some monthly free games and then they just walk away. <laughs> right? Like they don't it's actually not use even the just store. monthly. I feel like it's like weekly. Right. It's just like here. And here's a free game that expi that like the offer expires in like three days. But don't worry, we have five others lined up in the next two weeks or whatever it is. It seems yeah. like it's never ending. But and like though that's a good deal for gamers, let's not lie. Yeah. It doesn't make sense when like your storefront is still not being populated. When you launch a storefront and it's missing key features like a cart to view your your would-be purchased, uh, uh, like, items. I, and then it goes to things like the metaverse, you know, because, I don't know, an exec at Epic Games read Ready Player One and they loved it way too much mm. and said, we can monetize that. And that just falling to bits. And, in, again, we, we go back to the consolidation. We go back to the purchasing spree over the last few years. And... Bandcamp, I mean, that was published just recently or purchased just recently by them, like in the, yeah. like in the last year, and you're already like looking to offload it, like what? Like that doesn't make any sense. It it the reason why this is so troubling and mm. um, and just like confusing to me is. When I think of two companies or two brands that are like pretty massive, I think of Fortnite, I think of Fall Guys. Right. And, and and to see all the collaborations that happen with them all, like I mean, Fall Guys has have Disney costumes. Yeah. That's like insane. And and to have that studio, that super talented studio that made one of the best battle royale ish games ever mm -hmm. to be affected so hard is so sad and it was an original like battle royale game. yeah like it's not just a no another run of the mill you're you're shooting you're collecting armor it's like all everyone is trying to copy what fortnite has been doing yeah but fall guys <clears throat> did its own thing with its own with a different genre and it works so well. And, and then you look at Fortnite and you're like, again, with all these collaborations, like you and other people like, Oh, there's an Ahsoka skin. I'm going to go in and buy that skin for no reason. Yes. <laughs> and then you're not going to play it, but you're going to give them money just to have the skin. Yep. And you know that there are thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people doing that and it's... buying V bucks like crazy. And then they rise the, Where... they raise the price of V bucks. Like, I don't, do we have an embracer group situation going on where they're just spending more than what they're getting in? Like, I don't understand. Yes. Or is I mean, that's exactly a, what's happening. Or the is this just another situation where a CEO is like, Ooh, I, if I cut costs, then I'm going to get a huge bonus at the end of the year. No. So let me lay off all these people. I mean, it, it's possible. Yeah. No, it's, it's Tim Sweeney that has been so far, his head so far up his own ass um, that, that are making moves 
that just don't make any sense to, to to hopefully bank on them so that he could call himself like you know the Steve Jobs of video games and yeah. seems mm-hmm. like Tim Sweeney reports to Tencent at the end of the day so they're not like publicly traded like this doesn't have to do with anything on on that front this is just him throwing ideas at the wall Ooh, I dropped my pen <laughs> I threw my pen out of the wall you know and and just hoping something s- stuck and what you're seeing is like these massive investments that again like why does again fall, fall guys great game and yeah. it, it is and was very popular for its time but like looking at Twitch right now, there's a few thousand people on it, but it's not lighting the, oh, sure. the world on fire. But why does that game need to be the next Fortnite? Why can't Fall Guys yeah. just be Fall Guys, right? Exactly. It's kind of like Among Us. Like Among Us is great, and it seems like the team is just trying to do its best just to make that game, you know, the best it could be for its player base. So yeah. when I take a look at like all these investments, it just kind of seemed like they were throwing out ideas just to throw out ideas, hoping to just see if one of them landed instead of saying, Hey, listen, we're Epic. How about mm-hmm. we try to, you know, become the best place where people can publish their games uh, instead of trying to fight Apple and Google to try to force your store on their phone, you know? So it's, it's like those dumb arguments. It's like, instead of trying to look to be the best partner, we're seeing reports of of some of uh, Epic's partners going. We're not getting the literal um, uh, reimbursement for some of our games that Epic said that they would be giving us. So it's just like, how about trying to make a place that's awesome for indies? You know, why can't you try to be a devolver? Why can't you try to do something with multiplayer games and try to make that your shtick, right? Of tr- of like, hey, are you making an interesting multiplayer game? come over here on Epic and we, we're going to mm-hmm. help shine a light on you. That could be what the Epic Game Store could be. But instead, it's just, well, we tried all these things and it looks like the lightning in the bottle is Fortnite and that will be our lightning in the bottle until it is no longer. Yeah. And um, and they got this awesome game engine and it just awesome engine in general. And um, it's like they're not they're not happy with that. It's like you have the most popular yeah. game engine and the, one of the most popular multiplayer games on planet mm-hmm. earth. Why can't we just, why can't we just focus on the games rather than trying to make storefronts that don't work, trying to make, you know, S- S- Travis Scott concerts in, in Fortnite. Why can't we just make awesome and creative experiences? Yeah. And, and why and, don't you and, take a pay cut, Tim? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that'd yeah. be great. Like a good leader know. would do. I'm pretty sure you can live off of whatever pay cut you can have and be fine for. <laughs> the I guy know, bought a forest. He's gonna be the fine. You can live ten in one. Decades or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, also, really quickly for those who are wondering, um, if you're not familiar with Bandcamp, it's like a music, uh, you know, hosting site. For my, I know a lot of artists use that to like put their songs up yeah. for you to listen and buy. But super awesome, which I was not aware of, is. Uh, they were acquired by Epic in 2020, and uh, their whole thing was to help ensure that the metaverse would safely welcome players of all ages. So basically, their whole thing was they want to make sure that it, the metaverse is safety first for no matter what age. So they were pretty much making sure like it was safe for kids. Okay. Um, and to, to have that be like a casualty, that's a bit of a bummer. 
Yeah. Because I know Fortnite is essentially its own metaverse. Yeah. At this point, and, and to have to shed that acquisition is uh, is a bummer. Yeah, it really is. That's pretty important, I would say. And in the grand scheme of things, what we're starting to see, and I mean, yeah, we could talk about it here, is you're starting to see companies come out of COVID and all of a sudden the ideas that they thought were going to be big, things like the metaverse, just aren't. Things like blockchain just aren't. These big bets that they poured tons of money into didn't work. And at the same exact time, you're not getting the COVID money you once were because everybody was in their house chilling and, and, and playing video games, right? So all of a sudden, if you're not seeing the money you used to see come in and the investments that you put in not pay off, yeah, what we're seeing is a reaction to that. I've seen a lot of folks very much doom and gloom, like this is the end of the industry. And I can understand that perspective. If you just lost your job, mm -hmm. there's no way I could convince you otherwise. Mm -hmm. um, but this is something that happens. And I think what this underscores more than anything is not that like this, 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 you know, this industry is going to go to hell in a handbasket. It will if we don't have protections for the people that make these games. And I think that's really important at the end of the day. Yeah. Making sure that goes for voice actors, that goes for uh, developers, QA, all those people. You know, um, they need mm -hmm. protection so that you don't see a company just willy nilly lay off 16% of their workforce like it's nothing ginormous yeah also if you hear uh talking in the back i think uh, the family's talking to marty my dog okay. i don't know what's going on but would you like to go check i can hold down the fort Nah, it's good we got a show to do you know okay <laughs> that being said kyle let's talk uh, about some just yeah. really quickly it is still wild to hear that number of like the 600 or the 800 people that were like laid off yeah knowing that that is bigger than most indie studios mm -hmm. and and the fact that um Liza P right well one of my games of the year that studio that team that made it is roughly around like the 400 500 employee range yeah so essentially double that workforce being laid off is just mind-boggling it is it's really really staggering amount yeah. of people that are suddenly looking for thing... jobs in an already crowded Field. job place it's and the, insane the thing that like, again when i when i echo like people need protections like i saw one person going i have cancer and i've been battling cancer yeah. for yeah. x amount of time and now i don't have a job and it's mm -hmm. like that is a situation i pray to never be in you know yeah so mm -hmm. it's it's rough over there i want to send my my condolences to everybody affected over at epic games absolutely um, it's it sucks but Huge, huge development over there. Mm -hmm. All right, Kyle, let's talk about the next bit of news because, oh, my goodness gracious, I got to get it off my chest. <laughs> Zarmina Khan over at PS Lifestyle writes, Naughty Dog hit by layoffs. The Last of Us multiplayer reportedly on ice. The Last of Us developer Naughty Dog has been hit by layoffs and it's Last of Us multiplayer project is reportedly on ice. A number of now former developers are taking to LinkedIn to look for new opportunities, confirming that they have been let go. Kotaku was the first to report that Naughty Dog has laid off at least 25 developers out of a headcount of 400 following the report. Twitter user Bograd20 
Bograd222 found the LinkedIn post in question confirming the news. Apparently, most of those laid off were employed part-time at Naughty Dog's Quality Assurance uh, Department. Jesus Christ, Kyle. Unfortunately, Naughty Dog reportedly isn't offering any severance, and Kotaku's sources say the impacted employees are being pressured not to talk about the layoffs. Their contracts will end after October. Reports of The Last of Us multiplayer's development troubles first emerged in June, following which Naughty Dog confirmed that the game has been delayed. Now Kotaku reports that although the project isn't quote-unquote completely canceled, it's basically quote-unquote on ice. This news comes at the heels of a Bloomberg report we shared yesterday in which it was claimed that PlayStation Studios have been struggling to pivot to games as a service pushed under the leadership of outgoing CEO Jim Ryan. Lion Ryan strikes again, Kyle. Now, it got me thinking, because I don't pay for Bloomberg, because I'm not made out of money, so I had to, again, like, I'm looking, I'm like, VGC, do you you got the quote? I think anybody who listens to us, and and most of our, our, you know, peers, I don't think no one's paying for Bloomberg. No, we're trying to, like, you know, just someone... I can't afford to go to the dentist. I'm not paying for Bloomberg. They're about to raise Netflix <laughs> exactly. prices again. Come on. I, can't I need to see my, my wife, Nami. I know. Come on. Come on. Come on. Nami, more like mommy. Anyway, so I, I, I want to get this snippet out of Eurogamer because while okay. I was thinking about like, yeah, this, this kind of reminds me of Anthem. <laughs> oh, fair. There is a snippet about Anthem in this piece. So uh, they write, now, however... In an uh, editorial reflecting on Ryan's departure from Sony, Schreier commented that the move to live service games were going against many of Sony's first-party studios given their expertise in making, quote, big cinematic adventure games that are played solo. Schreier then pointed out to Anthem as an infamous example of what happens when a studio makes a drastic pivot from a familiar genre into something brand new and suggested this bet on multiplayer games may not pay off the way Jim Ryan and his team once hoped. The article ends by hinting that insiders are worried about the company's lack of coherent vision. So, yeah. That being said, Jim Ryan is leaving at the end of March uh, after 30 years with the company, and it kind of maybe lends a, a tad bit more insight into maybe Jim going, this is probably the best time for me to lead. And it's something we talked about last episode where it's like, now we need a mind that can handle a pivot because my time's up. And I think this person could be more uh, suited for the role, which is kind of what's screaming at to me. Mm-hmm. That being said, said Ace Insane writes in, hey guys, pretty straightforward question. Do you think The Last of Us Factions is officially dead? Things have seemed uncertain for months, but now it seems like we may never see this project. Also, do you think Naughty Dog should have included a multiplayer component in Last of Us 2 instead of developing a standalone multiplayer game, or maybe should have never started on a multiplayer project at all and went right into their next standard single-player story? Yes to both. Kyle, your thoughts? Uh, Yeah, I've been pretty optimistic on this whole thing. With, with everything unfolding about what, what's going on with the factions and yeah. trying 
to have a, as little hope as I possibly can for it to, you know, turn out okay for me to play the game. Mm-hmm. This news kind of broke that hope a little bit. I I do wish that part two just had an updated factions, mm-hmm. uh, or or it didn't have to be this you know crazy big thing, and and yeah maybe have moved on to just the next single player thing just because mm-hmm. when when you when I really think about it and this is like psycho behavior yeah. uh, <laughs> the way my brain thinks is like. How many Naughty Dog games will I be able to play in my lifetime? Ooh. And how many years have been lost to them focusing on a multiplayer thing, which is not my preferred Genre. way to play their stories? Yeah. And that bums me out. Yeah. Thinking that we could have gotten the next story-based thing earlier if this pivot to a live service thing never happened. Yes. And so, like... When that live service thing first came out, I was very trepidatious about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I still am. And and to see that maybe this is just holding all the PlayStation Studios up a little bit just makes me sad. Yeah. I want PlayStation to be real good. I want Naughty Dog to be real good. And uh, this just seems like a roadblock for no reason at all. I'm going to say something pretty crazy. Okay. While everybody's obsessed... With this games of service thing. Yeah. Here we have a company like Nintendo just doing what they do. And they're making more money than ever. Right? I I get annoyed. It's kind of like the Epic Games situation we just talked about. The reason why I brought it up first on the show is why can't we just do the thing we're good at? Like, why, why must we make these huge branches, these huge pivots to something that we're not the experts in? Like, why can't we dip our toes into it and see how it goes with a few projects? Why don't, why, why do we have to go, you know, we're doing like 12 or 16, whatever the, the dumb number is today, you know, games to service games. Let's just see how it works. Like, why can't we just make a few test what we're doing here and go from there? A slow ramp up rather than what we've been hearing about, right? Um, So is The Last of Us Factions officially dead? No. Um, But I I I would say this. I think the mistake from PlayStation is announcing it uh, officially, uh, Mm -hmm. even with the screenshots, and then saying, oh, there'll be more to come back in December, Mm -hmm. um, when I think they knew sure as shit it was in trouble. So I think that's on Bungie. I'm sorry, not Bungie. Uh, 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 Naughty Dog for, mm-hmm. for doing that. I don't think they ever should have said anything. If they didn't have like a trailer ready, they should have not said anything. Was that not a part of the, the leaks along with part one? Yep. Yes. It was. So, it was. But like, just leave it to leaks and rumors and speculate. How many things die in fair. leaks? How many times have there been a Bloodborne leak? You know? Sure. And it's never once been true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. It's my birthday. It's my birthday and I could cry if I want to. Uh, but like, should the, should there have been just a multiplayer component in Last of Us Part Two? Yes. Mm-hmm. And should they have just not done it all together and just go for a standalone single player story? Yeah. Because you're naughty dog. That's what y'all do. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're seeing it, seeing bigger and bigger developers try to branch out and do shit that they don't do 
and it's been rough going for all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I really can't name a solo developer off the top of my head. And again, it's been a long day. It's my birthday. I've been celebrating. <laughs> um, I got kicked out of an Applebee's today. Ooh. Is I can't I can't see a developer make such a hard pivot recently and it absolutely pay off from doing something that they do and then drastically change it. Right? Well, Gorilla. Gorilla, right, but I'm I'm talking like last five years. I think Gorilla yeah, is a great recently. example. Right. But like even right now, if you looked at Gorilla and they go, Okay, what are you guys right now? Your horizon first and foremost. Exactly. So it's it's really hard now when you have teams that are like four or five hundred mm-hmm. go, mm-hmm. yeah, just go do something else. You know, mm-hmm. let's go try our I mean, look at what Rocksteady's going through right now. They could have yeah. had God knows how many Arkham games and they're stuck yeah. on the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's it sucks to see where Naughty Dog is right now. Are they doomed? No. Yeah. No. But it goes into what uh Lurian wrote mm-hmm. uh over on twitter and he added us at ps trophy room just like you can too over on twitter or you could join our discord and guess what gang there's a whole lot of free afoot in that discord i love it <laughs> you know <laughs> they write why are all the reports so vague what's the actual problem resources buggy directors leaving creative issues technical hurdles they can say on ice or not viable long term but not what the actual issue is what is this game is it a pve game why hasn't there been any leaks Ooh, that's uh it's a big question those are my pay grade yeah (laughs) i can only imagine the big issue is is the longevity of the gameplay loop. Yep. Like the original factions, it is essentially the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. But to make this a standalone thing, it's got to be more than that. Yeah. There's got to be a, a way to incentivize players to want to hop on. And what are you getting for like participating in factions and yeah. playing like what is the upgrade pass or whatnot and i think that's maybe where it's caught up mm-hmm. i'm only speculating have no idea that that's the only thing that i can think of yeah it's um th- okay why are the reports so vague because it is a bit of a mess like what's the the problem also- other games don't say, like, what's the issue when there's a delay? Right. <laughs> like, what's the actual problem? Resources? No, I actually think the problem is Sony actually probably gave them too much money to, to go f- around and do something. Mm-hmm. Um, buggy? No, I think this is... Um, th- no matter how many people you put on, let's just say you hire a you know creative director that's really good at multiplayer stuff, and you put people in 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 positions of power that know how to work multiplayer systems, right? That's going to help dramatically. But if you are a Naughty Dog game, and your engine knows how to make a Naughty Dog game, all of a sudden you need to make a non traditional Naughty Dog game then your engine that you work on this game needs to change. And there's going to be a lot of holes and a lot of things that need to be filled in or reworked or retooled 
in order to get that vision clear. Um, I think the other problem here is at the same exact time, I think Naughty Dog, because again, they're new at this, went, ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. And their eyes got a little bit too big for their stomach. Um, you know, it's 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 what I've been hearing. It's what I've been kind of seeing. When you have more updates or, or more rumors or whatever about this game than there is an actual trailer, it's like, can we really blame Bungie? I love when people, like, they, they've used this, um, oh, Bungie has too much power narrative and it's like guys obviously this game's in trouble if they needed an outside studio to take a look at it right like there had to be something wrong with where someone had to call someone at bungie going hey eric yeah we're, <laughs> we tried to make co you know, coffee in the ramen pot we broke everything or whatever ramen in the coffee pot we broke everything like that's that's the situation that naughty dog found itself in and I think what happened with the the first, you know, red uh, or, or the, the cyberpunk yellow update that Naughty Dog did a few months back of like, don't expect us at the show um, and hashtag let us cook is like, OK, that's great and all. But I think Bungie was just like, if we can't get this thing to look right, uh, if you can't address these issues, which if it is Naughty Dog and they are really they they really love their narrative. We could assume they are trying to weave narrative into a multiplayer experience. And Bungie was just like, it seems like you're having a lot of issues with this. And they nodded and agreed and went, yeah, we had to have this whole big issue as well. We had to make a, a literal destiny too, because of it. And Naughty Dog's like, you did what? <laughs> and it's like, we also tried to make ramen in the coffee pot and broke everything. So it's like, here is this date. And if you can make it work, or fix it, rejigger it, then we can get ourselves a game here. But if we can't, we gotta we gotta let this one go. And I think if I'm being real, and this will be the end of my TED talk, it's probably the best decision that this game's on ice. And I don't think how disappointed we could really be if we never even saw a trailer. We just saw yep. some concept art. So mm -hmm. like, can I really be that bummed? I yeah. don't know like if I can. It's disappointing. Don't get me wrong. I would have loved to play this game, but yeah, I I think at the end of the day, I feel like factions too. If we never get it, which yeah. again, it'll be I'll be bummed, but it's fine. It will go down in the same veins as the agent yep. and deep down. Yep, games that had a lot of promise, but we really only saw maybe a a logo. And some CG concept trailer footage. <laughs> like and... the next story we're about to talk about. But yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Just like, you know, very brief glimpses yeah. at, of what could have been. And it's not like in any playable state anytime soon. And yep. it, it, could, it will always be like a pondering like, ooh, what if? Yes. Right. Because like this whole time when you when you were, you know, doing your TED talk, I'm thinking of like what I would have made factions if it was packaged with Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. And if if it was me, I would have done a you can pick to be part of the Jackson gang, you could be a wolf, Ooh. or you could be a, a seraphite, right? Is that what yeah. their names were? Yeah, yeah. And you pick your faction and each of them have their own little skill trees and skills. Maybe even have a fourth one to choose from and you can play as the clickers. 
Ooh, with like different class, an different actual classes, zombie whatever. mode. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, like yes. I, I don't know. Like that could have been a way to do it and make it different enough from the first mm-hmm. one, and still have those really cool like scavenger supplies thing. Yeah, and like, I don't know. You know, I'm just vamping here, but like there, there were ways to do it with the base game and have people be and happy. I, th- I think it's the problem, Kyle, that all these companies are running into is like, yeah, this sounds like a great, cool, little, cute little yeah. add-on, but how do we yeah. make this profitable for 10 years? Exactly. And it's dumb. I hate it. <laughs> it's like, well, why can't this thing be super profitable for a few years? Like, why Like, why do we have this, yeah. this weird, like... Why do we have to make $3 million in the first two weeks? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why Like why have a 10-year plan if you can't even na- nail down the one-year plan? Like, why exactly. can't we just make a cool thing and yeah. see where it goes? That's how yeah. a lot of these successful IP have started. Look at Fortnite. It started mm-hmm. with, hey, this game's failing. Uh, this game called PUBG's a thing. We have an engine. We can s- slowly make this game from the ground up. That's exactly what they did. That, that's also, I, I think, a good call out. I don't think anyone at Sony or Naughty Dog doesn't want their live service game to become a PUBG. Yeah. Where it was massive. And then who gives a shit about PUBG now? Right. My Nobody. uncle does. He loves it. Well, you know, shout out to your uncle, you know, going around finding that frying pan. Exactly. <laughs> I'm lost. But not like, and so like for me, it's like, again, go, we go back to the Epic Games thing. It's like Fall Guys is great. And there's a fan base that loves Fall Guys. And as long as there's people that are enjoying it, you're the fuck, you're the goddamn last of us. All right. Yeah. There's going to be people that are in on this game day one. Yeah. Like you're gonna find the audience for this thing. So like to me, it's just like, why can't we just focus on making a really cool multiplayer game? It's the reason why people mm-hmm. loved Last of Us Factions uh, on mm-hmm. on PS4 and PS3. It's why people still play it to this day. It doesn't have to be like we broke Twitch, you know, uh, on the first day. It could be just a really good experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's again like Sea of Thieves. Right. Mm-hmm. Bare bones at launch. People, you know, nade it for a good year. It came back and it's one of the most profitable and most important IPs in the Xbox catalog. Like I, you mentioned it earlier. It's, it's I think sure. a lot of people forget Among Us was released a full year before yeah. it got popular. Yeah. Nobody was playing Among Us. And yeah. then some streamers played it and it caught on fire. And now you can buy plushies. And it, yeah. like, it, everyone knows about the game. Yeah. And, and again, you're the last of us. So, j- yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's frustrating to see because you're right. Like, there could have been a really cool game here. And no doubt, when they say it's put on ice, they're going to figure out a way to put it into Last of Us Part 3. Right? Absolutely. No way they're not. Even if they can't make the live service thing, I I, I don't think they're going to put all that work and just throw it away. It's going to be like a Red Dead Online type of situation where it's like yeah. okay listen we 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 trimmed this thing down as much as we could we're going to mm-hmm. release the fir- the the main game first so that it'll, we'll get our 9s and 10s and then yeah. we'll uh, release this last of us online that you know could maybe ding us a bit but we'll sure. still get in those game of the year talks that matter to yeah, us yeah. a great bit yeah. i think that's going to probably be the thing that ends up happening when they say put on ice and not canceled they sony put way too much money into this to not see this thing through it's just going to be a yeah. different form but it sucks, man. I, it, Not every game needs to be Fortnite. People got to be no. okay with good successes. You know, mm-hmm. maybe maybe I, the scale of success needs to be turned yeah. down a bit and go. Oh, we're just pivoting to this for the first time ever. Maybe we should 
Yeah. Someone needs to smack these CEOs around and be like, listen, stop setting the bar so fucking high. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I don't want to move on without, like, you know, doing the same thing we did for Epic. Yeah. Like, I hope everyone that got laid off gets on their feet soon. Absolutely. I know there was a lot of other chatter as well of, like, pe- people being outraged that they weren't getting any severances. Yeah. And in most cases, from my understanding and my knowledge, part-timers don't normally get severances like i worked at my job for a full year i got laid off i got deadly squat i got nothing yeah so like it's it's really shitty don't get me wrong but like not everybody gets one of those things and it sucks um that's why i always always suggest stealing from work and we're not talking the big stuff not talking the big stuff paper clips paper clips supplies post-its you think I got this uh, this pen for free? No. no. There's a whole bag of them. And guess what? No. I took a handful. Yeah. And you know what? Like any good thief, I announced it. I go, I'm going to take a fistful of these pens. And my boss just looked at me. She's like, why do you need a fistful? And I just put them in my pocket. I walked away. I wish that was a lie, but that actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know? No joke. And nobody will ever see this. So I'm totally comfortable with saying this. Sure. I have a full bag of dodgeballs that were from camp in my car. I haven't been, I haven't worked at summer camp in four years now. They're never getting those back. I just love how like the Stevenson, like I'm thinking of you like the Stevenson drive by, right? You have like a bucket of these dodgeballs. You just roll up your windows. It's all not the girls in the back, window. they're loaded up. Yep. They got a ball ready to go. And you're all like rolling down your windows like this is a car for the 80s. <laughs> we got a station wagon where like the back seat is facing out and the, the back gate opens up. And Owen's back there the like, ah! <laughs> He's in the baby seat. Exactly. He's like, ah! Just with a wiffle ball. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Look at us. Now I want to do that so bad. I know. For, forget TPing houses. We're just going to go around with dodgeballs <laughs> and chuck them at people. <laughs> All right, Kyle. Let's talk about news that I thought we already knew, but we yeah. need some reaffirming. And actually, uh, a friend of the show actually confirmed this news. So I want to give him a shout out oh. as well. Yeah. Tom Ivan over at VGC writes Sony hides the trailer for Star Wars. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, okay. I forgot. Sorry. You can say Kotor no, no, no. for short. N- Knights of the Old Republic. There we go. There you go. There you go. Sony, <laughs> my brain legit <laughs> shut down. For I those listening to the show, go to the YouTube and and look at just me completely shut down. <laughs> Like Robin Williams, Bicentennial Man. Just stop working. Sony hides trailer for Star Wars Night of the Old Republic remake and deletes announcement tweet. This again comes from Tom Ivan over at VGC. References to the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake have been taken offline by some of PlayStation's primary social media accounts amid a report of troubled development. Build as a collaboration between developer Aspire Media and production partners Lucasfilm Games and Sony Interactive Entertainment, the game was announced as a timed PS5 ex- console exclusive during a PlayStation Showcase event in September of 2021. However, it was recently noticed that the tweet from the main PlayStation Twitter account announcing the game has been deleted, while the title's reveal trailer has been made private. Embracer, which 
acquired Aspire in 2021 and placed it under the Sabre Interactive label, said in June that it was implementing a, quote, restructuring program, end quote, which would see some game studios close and some projects canceled. The announcement followed what the company said was the unexpected collapse of a $2 billion deal with a mystery partner, which was later reported to be the Saudi government-funded Savvy Games Group. The Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake has reportedly been beset by problems over the last couple of years. Bloomberg claimed last summer that Aspire had stopped working on the game and that the future of the title was up in the air. Embracer had earlier confirmed that Saber Interactive was also working on the game, and some of Bloomberg's sources said they believed it was possible Saber had taken over the development of the project entirely. Ooh-wee. I do want to actually give a shout-out here to Crusader uh, Elizar, um, Crusader3456, over on Twitter, who uh, is one of the panel members of the TRX underscore podcast, um, because they actually broke the story. They're like, huh, I, I, they did some internet sleuthing and they found, you know, the trailer hidden, any reference to a hidden. And now we have this story in front of us. So Crusader, thank you for being the reporter, the boots on the ground. That said, Kyle, this is it. It's it, this can't be surprising. This is more like a confirmation of things that we could have probably, at this point, assumed from Embracer, right? Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, for the most part. Now, to me, uh, I saw a lot of you know. I don't know, if, Kyle, if you know this, but I'm a bit of a Star Wars fan. I don't what? know. Yeah, I don't know if you have ever talked about it um live long and prosper right is that you're a wizard harry Mm, mm. yeah stargate right they have stargates in that one yep for frodo for frodo yeah for frodo Mm, (laughs) i hate mm. us um (laughs) but like i saw the the star wars community have a meltdown uh Mm. kotor means a lot to a lot of people didn't mean much to me so that's why i'm not so heartbroken but uh, it means a lot to a lot of people and having a remake just excites the fan base so much because again, it, it's this IP means a lot to them, but seeing it be canceled, I'm like, y'all, this, this is not a surprise. This is again, it, it goes back to like, this is the agent, right? Like this yeah. is the last of those factions, a game that is it was announced. A, it was a cool, fun little teaser trailer that opens up a showcase that was hype. Yeah. But if we don't see it, then what's the loss here? Exactly. So, like, for me, I, I actually, I hate to say, like, I'm kind of excited because, like, people are losing their jobs. Um, oh, a, part of, a part of me is relieved that we're not getting the remake because I want that from a studio I know and... Um, has a pedigree to them whereas spire this would have been their biggest game ever and their ports on previous uh star wars games even the knights of the old republic i believe was actually missing content when it when Mm. it was um released on the switch so like it it may have not been in the best hands or, or maybe capable hands of of taking this thing home um so i do hope we see a kotor remake I want to know, Kyle, if we do see a KOTOR remake, let's get just a little crazy. Let's get a little amped. And just for you, Kyle, so you know, KOTOR was uh, turn-based. 
So it wasn't like, you know, your God okay. of Wars. It was more like one of them Final Fui-Fuis you're talking about. Oh, Final Fui-Fuis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> what studio in the PlayStation Pantheon should be picking up this game and going, don't worry, coach, we got the ball, and taking this oh. thing to, to, to the touchdown as the football players? It's, I'm a Swifty. I just got into it. Say. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be Bluepoint, right? Yeah, yeah. God that, bless. That's the obvious answer. Yeah, I was I, even I, I thinking like, them. Oh, like seeing how they can take older games and make them modern. Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Demon Souls. Yeah. E- even bringing uh, um, uh, uh, the Uncharted games up to like PS4. Yeah. Like they know what they're doing with taking an old game and making them modern. Mm-hmm. Let them do it. I think the only the only hit to Bluepoint is that they are so faithful. Yeah. Like to a fault. Yep. But other than that, like again, they know what they're doing. They make great games. Yeah. Uh also a little fun fact, the little training sabers that you start off with, they're made out of wood. I forget what they're called in uh Star Wars. Oh, lore. like Kingdom Hearts. Sure, but good. Um They're in Ahsoka. They're they're training with uh-huh. them. Yeah, she's Ooh, okay. she's learning uh, stance one, I believe. Uh, uh, oh, Sabine. what a yeah, what a creative name. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Listen, hopefully, ho- hopefully Class, you practice your stances. Stance one. Well, you want to know what this what the second stance oh, is named? It's called stance two. <laughs> You're so f- correct. <laughs> oh man, I'm a Jedi now, Dad. I know, I know, <laughs> Papa, I know. Uh, but yeah, that's. A great pick. Blue Point, fabulous. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I know why. Dude, Sucker Punch. Ooh. Yeah. Listen, I've just watched uh, a lot of Ahsoka, which means I'm in the mood for some Kurosawa goodness. Um, mm. Because it's very much like Ahsoka's very. They, they even refer to her as a Ronin. Ooh. Wee. Ooh. Very cool. samurai. Very so uh, I would like to see that. Ooh. Wee. But I, I truly think, honestly, Star Wars fans, um, as a stupid person once said, stand back, stand by, because I think we're going to get a Knights of the Old Republic like live action thing. Okay. I think we're going to get to see Revan in live action. Fun fact, he actually, he's so popular, he has a Hasbro toy like replica lightsaber um, that you could get. Yeah, Black Series. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, All right, Kyle. Uh, well, really quickly before we go real fast. Yeah. Just to note, the last few things that Aspire has done since the release of this trailer. They've they've put out Stubbs the Zombie in Rebel Without a Pulse. Nice. Star Wars Republic Commando, Switch and PS4. Yes, that was a solid port. I will give uh, that. Knights of the Old Republic on the Switch. Yeah, that was a rough port. Force Unleashed on the Switch. D- Knights of the Old Republic 2, The Sith Lords on the Switch. Ooh. And they are in charge of the Tomb Raider 1 through 3 remastered coming oh. out next year. Okay. So we'll see. we will see. Some of those hits and misses, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, Kyle. With that said, it's time to go fast. Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta run fast. Hooey, hooey. Gran Turismo Sport. I know so many people in this community play it. Guess what? For the culture. For the culture, for car culture. Online servers will go dark uh, in early 2024, so get them races in there, you know? That's all we got. 
That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Nothing to add. Have fun. I drive a Toyota Corolla. Uh, Ed Boone uh, has teased a Ghostface and Jigsaw character for Mortal and Combat One. Okay. DLC character. So he put up this um, this tweet of like all the horror characters that have been a part of uh of Mortal Kombat. You have uh Freddy, you have uh Jason Voorhees, you have uh the Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy, which mm-hmm. we gotta admit was a bad movie. And then you have Mike Myers, Jigsaw mm-hmm. from that movie, and then Ghostface with question marks on their head. Which one of these And Chucky characters? and Hellraiser and Pinhead, I guess. Oh I didn't see I didn't see that in this one right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Michael Jigsaw. Myers, Pinhead, Ghostface, Chucky the Doll, and Jigsaw have question marks over their head. Who would you like to see out of all these? The next horror person. I know who I, I'd like to see. Probably Ghostface? Would be an easy answer because, honestly, Scream's amazing. I, I, I'm, I'm... I just watched the... the quote unquote reboot one a couple nights ago oh my god with jack quaid it was awesome right can we just respectfully let's have a thirst trap uh like thing in here we know jenna ortega oh my god she's very attractive the real star of the show my wife uh michelle beretta ooh we she plays the lead right sam respectfully she's also in Mm -hmm. uh in the heights i would love love ghostface but (laughs) I want to see Jigsaw. He's I don't. Little unicycle or whatever. As, as exactly a as a as a fan of the Saw movies, I can't. How is that going to work? He's a marionette on a tricycle. <laughs> Again, like, and you see the strings as well. Jigsaw like... in real like is an old man who's dying from cancer. I. It would be great if he plays like, um, oh my god, the kid from Earthbound. What, Ness. Uh, Ness. He plays like like I'm I'm thinking like when he uh, jumps and he does a like double a jump. He does like the yo-yo like thing. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. He's pretty great. Oh my goodness! All right. Cheers, Kyle. Let's pour one out. Let's pour one out for the homie. Cheers to the last PlayStation exclusive Call of Duty early beta. On Friday, October 6th, the year of our Lord, 2023, the beta will include five out of the 16 remastered launch maps from the 2019 Modern Warfare 2 with full uh, full game, including the entire collection upon release on November 10th. PlayStation users will get early access to the open beta through the 7th if you pre-order through any retailer the associated retailer will email you a code once it's redeemed on activision humble brag um we got a code via activision today to do the thing so you'll hear my impressions of call of duty modern warfare 3's uh, multiplayer next week on the show very excited i'm into call of duty again man i don't don't care i don't care man i'm I'm you went hard last year so hard. I'm so good at those games. It's disgusting, and I'm gonna wipe the floor of every one of these dumb, dumb idiots that are gonna think to go toe to toe with me. Can't wait. <laughs> I Kyle, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? <clears throat> oh yes, I have. 
There was a Spider-Man trailer. Oh my God, PSA. There's also Spider-Man tr- uh, spoilers out there. So please beware. Literally, people are spoiling it everywhere because they worship these plastic boxes and they go to war with for, for CEOs that don't even know they exist because they're sad, miserable people because the culture, or culture wars, Jesus, because the console wars are the dumbest thing humanly imaginable. Guess what? Xbox is great. PlayStation, great. They both got great games. You don't have to be into every single one of them. You could just enjoy it. And if someone attacks a game, you don't have to make it a personal slight to you. Or if someone just critiques a game, it's not a personal attack to you. Okay? All right? It's great. It's video games. You don't have to be like, oh, well, uh, uh, PlayStation fanboy one, two, three was mean about my Starfield start screen. So I'm going to keep it 100. I'm going to going to go after them. You're an idiot. If if the console wars meant that much. Oh, I'm going to keep it, you know, 100. As the kids say, you're an idiot. You're a buffoon. I'm going to be just as petty. You're a child. You're 36. Relax. All right. It's video games. Let's have yeah. fun. Did you like legit enlist in the army? Like the, for the console wars? Like show me your draft card. Don't uh, take it so serious. I got bone spurs, but I will say. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. Happening? I was talking to PlayStation fan one, two, three. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Well, yeah, they you have know. bone spurs. Yeah. It's so, it's so stupid. They got that asthma. Yeah. So please mute every word. I've gotten yeah. spoiled already. Oh, have you? Yeah. I have not. But a real talk, it doesn't affect me. I don't care. Yeah. I'm cool like that. Like Ahsoka actually got spoiled for me. Oh, Hardcore. I'm cool like that. Yeah, I'm cool. You know, whatever. Cool. Ahsoka, cool real talk, got spoiled for me. Two key parts. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And they said it in a way where like this is so dumb. And then the things happened on screen, and I was like, oh, yeah. this is actually one of the coolest things to happen in Star Wars in a very long mm. time. Mm-hmm. All right, I, like like I saw it didn't ruin the moment at all. It was still amazing. You- to be fair, you are a rare breed yeah. in that case, because like that whole time, I that's all I'm thinking about is when is this going to happen? It takes away from the rest of the. That's what happened with God of War 2018. Yeah. It got spoiled for me. That whole game was like, okay, when is this going to happen? Yep. It bummed me out. Yep. To to the fact of like I lived in it for words. a second. Go, oh, that's a bummer. And then I'm like, yeah, eh. I can't, I can't do that. It just my memory's me. so bad. I'll just forget about it. <laughs> when it comes to muting on social media, if you've never done it before, pro tip include misspellings yep these people spoiling are dumb and misspell things all the time well no they're doing it up so like and like, that on purpose as well to get yeah. around the hashtags or whatever so so like do spooderman do spider-man with ones do like ease yep. for three with the hyphen without the hyphen yep any spider-man character you can think of yep. put it in there go for it like that said if if, if you don't want to be spoiled you know that spider-man yourself. trailer Oh, oh my goodness. I that did am something alive. to my loins. Let me tell you. I know. Right. But there is a spoiler in it. So I feel like we can officially for this first game. I feel like after the second game comes. Oh, yeah, you're right. I completely yeah. didn't even because like I've beaten that game like two or three times. So it doesn't like. Mm-hmm. There, there's yeah, a, there is a spoiler in the trailer. So it's like we can now. What I'm trying to say is, if we say it, you can't be upset that I said it now. No. Right. So you can't be upset when I say like, "Op Maze anti-vax." You can't do it. You can't be upset at me. Can't. Can't be upset. <laughs> um, but it's that trailer, fantastic. Uh, yeah. Got me really, really hyped. Really hyped. Can't yep. wait. 
I wish we were playing it right now, but don't worry. We will. Oh, yeah. Also, can I get on my soapbox real quick? Yeah. I hate that there are spoilers out there. Excuse me. Man, I'm getting choked up. From people who get the codes early and ruin it for people like us who are just scratching and clawing for the opportunity to play this game and review it for our community and for them. And we're getting overlooked by these people that have no moral compass. No, all they care about is being the first ones. Yes. And it pisses me off. It's like, um, I mean, I, 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 God, I forgot who said this, but like there was a person that was like playing Spider-Man that they're like, yeah, we engage with the console war. You know, because it's really good for engagement. Yeah, it's like, yeah, those are those are great people to give codes to PlayStation. But you it's know, like, you know? it, but it's like, yeah, you know, we stoke a little bit, but like, you, you, listen, when it comes to that stuff, like, you know, a community manager can only know so much of that person. It's kind of like uh, the Dan's gaming guy. Like he was, he was, it found out like oh. he was the guy leaking all the Assassin's Creed stuff mm-hmm. uh, because he was just doing it on an alt account. It's mm-hmm. kind of like that situation. So I don't, you know. I get, I, I get the feeling of salt. I do. I, 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 but like, I feel like the people that are doing it, this is not their first time doing it. Oh, no. Yeah. So they should know. As somebody whose job is to vet people to give out codes to, <laughs> I do my due diligence. Right, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. Also, there are Adidas shoes that are coming out. They looked up. <laughs> yeah, I got wide feet. My, my toes are going to break through those seams, you know? Yeah, I feel like Green Gorilla Gamer. If you don't know about him, you know, look him up. You're gonna yeah, love those look, things. Yeah, yeah, I guarantee it. Um, but that being said, as well, as salty as it gets, he's like, yeah, man, I'd like to, because it, 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 you know, it gets your, it gets your, uh, what is it, the imposter syndrome going? It's like, listen, we, you know, we don't deserve him. You know what I mean? It'll come one day. Oh, Joe, it'll come one day. Joe, we are 343 episodes in. Yeah. 44 episodes in. Over a half a million downloads. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we could drop that shtick. I I think we have okay. a right to be upset over it. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be real here. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop the facade. I'm <laughs> I am upset. We, we put in the work. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it, no. It's always cool when you get stuff early. We that's were, for you sure. sent me a list when we were on the top three PlayStation podcasts to listen to. That's right. With PS, I love you and IGN Beyond that somebody sure. wrote up. Beyond. Beyond. I feel like we are allowed to be upset that we don't get these opportunities. I've become, I digress. I'm off the box. Uh, fair enough. I've become <laughs> just slightly peeved, and then I get over it quickly. Yeah, One no, day no, it will no, happen, yeah. my friend. I hold the grudge. But that being said, we don't like, you know, just because we make the show, we're not entitled to anything. We are still oh, going to find. I don't think we're entitled. No, no, no. I just feel like we put in the work to deserve we do. We do. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, but... We are going to still, because I've actually gotten a few people going like, I actually, well, I was talking to one person in DMs, they're like, how do you not have Spider-Man? Yeah. Like, you know, like what, what is going on that you don't have? I'm like, it just is what it is, man. It just is what it is. And there, and so like, no, we, we don't have it. Uh, it'd be nope. cool, but it is what it is. We'll be playing with you on release day. And there's something to it, man. Like there is something to it where like. I'm playing it alongside, like Naga, like knowing like Naga Chaka is playing. Oh, it. We're all yeah. vibing together. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, it has its ups and downs. I'm just maybe it's just because I'm in a good mood tonight. You know, it is your birthday. It's my I'll birthday. I'll allow it. 
It's my birthday. I'll be mad for the both of us. I know. Next week, I'll be salty about it. I'll be salty about it. All right, Kyle. It's time. You ready for this? Again, mute everything. That's why we actually just... It wasn't on a please notice a senpai. No, no, no. Mute your words. Mute your words. We've muted them on on YouTube, um, but like, even be careful, y'all. Be careful. Yep. So we muted them on our end, so they automatically get flagged. All the misspellings, uh, you know that that that's it. All right. Uh, I missed this last week, so I'm gonna s- state it here. The October okay. PlayStation Plus Essential Games roll out right now. They are the Callisto Protocol on PS5 and PS4, Farming Simulator on P. Uh, sorry. Farming Simulator 22 on PS5, PS4, and Weird West on PS5 and PS4. Kyle, this is a great list. And he's just still firing his guns away. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the Weird West, y'all. That's right. Yeah, it's a pretty good list. Pretty good list. Yeah, I've been interested in trying out Weird West, so that's a a good plus for me. I'm weirdly intrigued by Farming Simulator. Really? I just, I mean, after Power Wash Simulator, I kind of want to dip my toes into other ones, but yeah. not pay extra money for it, Fair. if that makes sense. Fair. Uh, shout out to, uh, what was it, Ribo? Ribo, Ribo Farming. love right. farming, uh, farming He's, he's Rancher Ribo, but yeah. Rancher, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Callisto's great. It's, it's, a good, it's a good get, especially around the spoopy October times. And can I say about something about the spoopy October times? More yeah. companies need to lean in on the spoopiness. Okay? Yes, please. Uh, like, like I really feel like they should all be scary games. This, like Weird West, I Agreed. think is at least creepy, a little unsettling. Yeah. You know, yeah, a little bizarre even. Like I like this Callisto, Weird West, great picks. It would, so okay, real quick, if yeah. you were to build your your October spoopy PS Plus essential games, yeah, what would it be? Ooh, great, great question. Anyone I could get, right? Um, pick three. Pick three. It doesn't okay. have to fit the normal formula too, with like one indie, whatever. Just okay. Whatever you want. Um, I would get a Resident Evil game in there, since it has to be like a year ish old. It would be like Resident Evil. I think Village. Let's do. Let's do. Oh, let's I was do Village. Say two. Are you gonna do say two? I was or, gonna say two. How about one that didn't sell great? Resident Evil Three Remake. Okay. Right. Uh, the next one I would get. Let's make it a little indie game, and I know it's already in here. Or no, actually, no. This is great. Cult of the Lamb. Okay. That would be the indie game, right? Okay. And then for the last one, I, listen. If I said Bloodborne, it'd be so like you'd roll your goddamn eyes. <laughs> the last. Plus, it's already one. been offered, so you can't. Okay. Oh yeah, it's already been offered. Yeah. The last one would be Doom Eternal. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Because there's a lot of variety there. There's a lot of scares, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. a lot of tears, mm-hmm. and a lot of your cult eating poop. Fair. <laughs> Very sure. What about you? I would. I would also go with the RE game. I mm-hmm. was thinking two or three. Um, uh, game that came out, I think, last year. Put Signalis in there. Ooh, I've heard nothing pick. but great things about excellent Signalis. Yeah. And then as far as the third one, what about... Love? You say love? What about love? <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. Uh, man. What's another horror game? Why am I... Blind? I don't oh, know. Outlast. 
Ooh. That's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah. All right, Kyle. Here's a, here's a little segment that we like to call Review Roundup. That's a, I don't know why I did that. Uh, here is the Review Roundup of Assassin's Creed Mirage. Uh, we got an 8 from VGC. Assassin's Creed Mirage is a short, sharp trip through a blood-soaked streets of Baghdad. A welcome return to the series roots. Mirage is a breath of fresh air in the endless sea of open-world action-adventure games. An 8 from Easy Allies. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage is a strong return to the original identity of the series. The increased emphasis of stealth encourages encourages you to get more invested in your surroundings while streamlined equipment options and shortened length ensure Basim doesn't wear out his welcome open combat and story aren't anything particularly special, but learning about Baghdad continues to be the series tradition of celebrating different time periods with multiple Assassin's Creed projects in the works. Hopefully uh, Ubisoft embraces its intimate focus of Mirage and a 7.5 from destruct destruct uh, destructoid words escape me tonight. When Mirage is at its best, it's an entertaining experience, but between those moments, repetitiveness really starts to weigh down. The middle part of the game is a bit hard to get through just because of how boring it gets. For those looking for a pure return to form for the original Assassin's Creed game games, you're going to love it. Okay. Um, I've played a bit of the few early hours of it so far. Um, co-provided. Co-provided by Ubisoft. Shout out to them. Um I am very much leaning towards the Easy Allies review of I am I'm very happy to see Ubisoft take a title like Assassin's Creed and do sometimes different things with it, right? Like turn it into like this RPG. I you know, I really loved Odyssey. It's my favorite Assassin's Creed. Actually, there is a mm -hmm. question about it, so I'll, I'll hang back on it a bit. But I love to see them go, you know what? But we know our older fans really love this type of stealth-based combat and, you know, like, uh, you know, running through rooftops and all that. Um, I'm really loving the movement of Mirage so far. Uh, tran you know, running from rooftop to rooftop, I felt like in Valhalla was a bit of a slog in terms of like, like it being too sticky. I would mm -hmm. run into the wrong things I didn't mean to run into or like parkour on objects I didn't really mean to parkour. And then like I'm stuck on hanging on a ledge. Same even with Odyssey, a game that I really enjoyed. Um, I love seeing the verticality here being explored in, sorry, excuse me in mirage and it feeling just fluid to trans uh, to traverse so again shout out to them the combat is something that i was never a big fan of in the original series uh, mm -hmm. but maybe it is by playing games and really loving them like the you know the arkham or your um you know like your your ghost of Tsushima's, that the combat here actually i'm i'm jiving with a whole lot mm -hmm. um so the stealth elements yeah, this definitely feels like an Assassin's Creed game, you know, the likes of, um, for lack of better words, like a Unity, but without the baggage of a Unity. Um, so back to like the Ezio days. Uh, Unity was the, the French setting. 
Um, no, I know. But um, I'm saying, is it back even further, closer to like the Ezio trilogy? Yeah, it feels like it's the Ezio trilogy, but or, or the Ezio era, but without it feeling like it's a game trapped in the mid 2000s. Fair. So no, it's, that's music to my ears. Yeah, it's really solid. There is a problem though with Bassem. I do agree with folks. If you didn't play Valhalla, you're going to be kind of confused with him. So I would have liked mm. to like this is who Bassem is. Um, akin to like what we got from um, Jedi Survivors, like here's the story up until this point. Story so far, okay. yeah, like a story so far element. So there is a bridging gap from Valhalla to Mirage. Yes, kind of, sort of. Yes. Okay. So yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm gonna need to put more hours into it. So uh, you can ex- in ah, you can expect more of our impressions then. But a good question from Green Gorilla Gamer writes in, uh, Sup, boys, your boy is sadly sick, and I've been so damn busy I haven't been able to stream, so I'm falling behind on my schedule before Spidey 2 releases. That said, I'm stoked to hear on Cast Co-op that you lost 38 pounds, Joe. Thank you. And so, uh, sorry for the upcoming story. Don't worry. I'm going to bleep it. So and proud of you, bro. That is awesome. My question for you guys is about AC Mirage and about the long-running franchise. I haven't touched one of these games since Black Flag, and that uh, and that's it. Uh, I love playing some of them, just probably next year, lol. But I'm curious which ones you think are the best. Uh, please, sorry, and please, everyone else, chime in too. Between Valhalla and Unity Origins and Brotherhood, there's a lot of these games that I'm curious how you both feel about them all. How do you rank them, and where do you stand up against Mirage? With that being said, I'm uh, I'm off to keep working. I might take a sick day pretty here soon. <laughs> Cough, cough, cough. This sucks. Listen, take it, take it for October twentieth. Yeah, up. You know, absolutely. Uh, hashtag sixteen days until Spider Man Two, uh, which is how old I was when the first game came out. God damn, we are old, and he is young. Uh, and he says hashtag sim uh, symbolic plats are not true plats. <laughs> I'm with Luke and Ains on this one. Well, you're on the wrong side of history. And so was uh, Luke's grandpa in World War Two. Yeah. Whoa. Anyway, Kyle. Coming out with the left hook out of nowhere. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Again, he's been called the Desert Wolf. Um, look it up in the history books. That's Jesus Luke's grandpa. So, <clears throat> where does Mirage rank? Uh, too early to tell. Too early to tell. That said, I'm not the biggest Assassin's Creed guy. So, bear with me there. Uh, I remember playing like Assassin's Creed 1 and two at my friend's house because his dad was like a retired cop. Here's a little backstory. His dad was a retired cop and he would just get him everything and get it for him pretty cheap because he just like flashed PBA card at like the cop Uh, USA and be like, Hey, uh where's my discount? Uh, Mm -hmm. So like he got all the games, man. So we would just come over and like just abuse his Xbox. He's like, by the time I knew this kid, he had literally four Xboxes, not because they were red ring, just because he was spoiled. Just so because. we, and like he had a theater and a projector, and um, again, he was great because of those things. But uh, I played Is those it games. Stolen Valor. If I make my own PBA card and go to stores <laughs> now and do that, I don't know, man. I don't know. You like it? Well, uh, huh. I don't know. Is it Thoughts. stolen Valor? <laughs> Yeah, hashtag trophy room thoughts. <laughs> um, but Black Flag was my favorite. 
uh, mm-hmm. before Odyssey. And Odyssey is now my favorite Assassin's Creed game. Love, love Black Flag because I love pirates. I love ship combat. So um, Mirage is Mirage could be up there. I just got to see where the story takes me. But so far, so good. And I haven't run into any of the glitches or bugs that I've seen some people go, this person doesn't have a face. Nothing of that yet. I will say the facial animation on some of these characters or textures, not the best. Not the best. Fair. But the, I, the city uh, itself is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So take that. I will say, as far as like my favorite ACs, um, I love the Ezio trilogy. Oh yeah. Like I, th- I think it doesn't get any uh, better than that trio. So two revelations of Brotherhood. I love those. Um, shout out to Syndicate, which I never finished, but I love that yes. one because of the setting. Yes. Like the 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 steam steampunk uh, like. Like, yeah, yeah, like the, there's actual like industrial trains or whatever. D- industrial. Good. Thank you. That's in London. Uh, plus with Evie and Jacob being like the two playable yeah. assassins. Are really Evie cool. was great. I remember her Evie loving just being like, mm-hmm. please just stab me in the eyes. You're falling for yeah. this guy. OK. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like from what I played of Odyssey, I really, really dug. Origins is also really good. Um, Cassandra yeah, kicked ex- me twice in the teeth. As as somebody that's tried to go back and play Black Flag like somewhat recently, doesn't hold up a whole lot. Mm, okay. So I don't know if you want to dive into that one first, but I think the older, smaller, quote unquote, focused Ezio games, I think, are a good way to yeah. start. Yeah. And then, you know, get into the bigger, gigantic open world, hundreds of hours type of games that the other ones are. Odyssey, amazing. But yeah, I would say start with the Ezio trilogy because I'm pretty sure you could play those on PS4. Pretty sure. So yeah, I think they're they're also on Switch. There's a whole collection too. They're all bundled together. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. cool. All right, Kyle. It's time for another segment called "What You've Been Playing." What you've been playing, Kyle? It says here uh, you've beaten a game called Mortal Kombat Juan. Yeah, I did. Tell me about Um, it. So I finished the invasions mode. Okay. Um, did everything I could there, trophy wise. All right. Uh, there is one trophy that has beaten Titan enemy. I don't think there's any Titan enemy that's been in the game yet. So, yeah. Um, and then I hopped straight into the story, and let me tell you, Joe, the story is. I think roughly it took me like six hours. Okay. Um, but it kind of flew by. It is a fun blockbuster kind of action story like okay. i could totally see this being the live action movie that we got a few years ago i don't like that movie a lot yeah i did too i thought it was yeah. a great time it, it it's got like it's not gonna blow your socks off but it yeah. is fun and the way that it ends um is very very cool and fan servicey okay so be- the whole thing with the this new mortal Kombat is like multiple timelines or whatever so I won't spoil everything, but there is one where, you know, other versions of characters come in at the end. Mm. And uh, one of my favorite ones that I encountered was uh, the name of the character was John Connor. And you might be thinking, oh, Terminator. No, 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 no. It was Johnny Cage cross Shao Kahn. <laughs> and oh. his name was John Connor. <laughs> Oh, I love and that. I was like, oh, that's really cool. That's so there's really a cool. lot of real fun things like that in okay. it, and, and doesn't take itself too seriously. All right. Um, and a lot of references to other characters that aren't in the game. 
So I'm wondering if they are being planned to kind like of be worked DLC in as playable or... stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it is a great time if you love Mortal Kombat. I would say play it for the story because it is it is super super fun. All right, um, and it's I... a really great way to get Station. your hands behind um, other characters. Like okay. you don't focus in on one. Like you, yeah, you play through oh, a whole bunch of them, which is really really cool. I um, I think this is a Black Friday game. I think this is what I pick up on Black Friday. Sweet. The two for one. Yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Kyle, what's this Everhood you've been playing? So Everhood is a game that I've heard a uh, friend of the show and uh, co-founder of 61 Indie with me, Mike Cadrow. Never heard of him. I know. He, he's he's pretty okay. Right. Um, he's been talking up this game Everhood for a while now. It was previously only on Steam oh. or PC game. It is a rhythm game. Where you have to, you play as a character. I think you're a doll. I don't know. Okay. Uh, the story's kind of still, it's a lot. So I don't fully understand it. But you are hopping between tracks. It's like a guitar hero rock band tracks where the notes are coming at you. And you have to hop to avoid them or jump over them if you can. Okay. Um, and you have a health bar. If you get hit, your health bar goes down. And so you're not like actually attacking the enemies. You're basically just dancing to avoid their beats i'm listening to the Um, music right now the music's stellar the music is incredible i love the music oh yeah um and now that it's on console playstation there's added tracks if you played the game before check it out um the track quote-unquote rhythm gameplay is not my favorite thing Mm -hmm. it's a little too stiff um and it's very like it's very trippy. Okay. There's some very trippy visuals and things that happen. It's very, very synth early on. vibes. I'm getting. It's here. very synth vibes, um, but it's cool. I, I love like you know games that take risks with the genre, and it's not just a regular rhythm thing. Um, so I will attempt to keep playing it. Okay. Um, it, it it does this really fun thing too, like where you have to go to another section in the game, and instead of it just teleporting you. You're on like this little. You remember the old school like train track platforms where you have to go up and down to yeah. get moving. Oh yeah, so you have yeah. to do. You have to do that in this game, but you have to go back and forth to hit the buttons to keep it moving mm-hmm. while music is coming at you and avoiding it. Okay. So you are active in traversing the map or whatever. I'm taking a look at this. I'm taking a gander, and let me just give you the elevator pitch of a game I've never played, but only have seen a couple of gifs of. I know what you're gonna say. If you took synth vibes and put a undertale aesthetic yep. that met guitar hero that's yep. what you get here yep it's do i have your investment <laughs> uh no again i have nothing okay what if i, I told you it's you a some ten... hand sanitizer <laughs> what if i told you this is a 10-year games and service game uh let's put it on ice all right, that hurt my know. feelings. Uh, <laughs> last game here that you've been playing. <laughs> uh-huh. Not just playing, platinumed. Platinumed. I platted it. A game called Cocoon. Joe, Cocoon Kyle. is effing awesome. Yeah? Cocoon is real damn good. Uh, three-ish hours, three and a half hours if you're platinuming it. Oh, shit, okay. Very short. And, and platinuming it is not hard. You just have to beat the game as well as finding... I think they're called Moon Guardians to mm. unleash uh, and and set free, which are easy to find if you know what you're looking for. Um, one of the smartest puzzle games I've ever played. Yeah. Uh, from one of the um, 
makers of Limbo and Inside. Yeah. Um, why am I blanking on their name? I'll look it up Un- while you describe the game. It's not Undead Labs. Play Undead? I forgot what, Don't what worry. the you, studio you, you, name you is. You talk about this but game. Yeah, I'll look it up. I'll um, look it up. The story is like there's no dialogue or anything, so it's all like you know, take what you will from it. Yeah. But you play as this little you know, insect creature soldier coming out of a cocoon, cocoon. and uh, the whole thing is you collecting or you hopping into these orbs, which are complete worlds, and you hop into the world, mm-hmm. unlock your path forward to get to your end goal and uh which again it's very obtuse and story-wise but everything is so like intuitive and presented to you in a way for you to figure it out based on what you were seeing on the screen yeah right like you start the game and then you're in it like there's no tutorial they don't tell you any of the buttons Mm -hmm. but it's literally all you do is move and press x those are the only things you need to know um and then you you will learn based on the situations or you know trying to get through your the paths path forward and then eventually it turns into like a nesting doll situation where like you are hopping into one world Mm -hmm. and bringing another world with you to leave in that world that you hopped in to then hop back out and then go into another world something that's happening in the 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 world that's nested all the way inside is going to unlock something that's Yo, dog, I heard you like worlds. (laughs) Exactly, dude. Uh, All these, like, really cool orbs that are different enough and give you different skills once you master and beat the boss. Uh, Bosses are super fun. And again, like, you pick up on what you need to do very quickly. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, it's beautiful. The music's great. I've never, like, this is the smartest I felt playing a puzzle game since Portal. Ooh. Where, like, everything just clicks and, like, you're in it. You see the code. Yeah. Until you get later on and things get kind of tough <laughs> trying to figure out the puzzles. So um, I want to say the, yeah. the, the game designer uh, slash cr- director of Cocoon, yep. Jeff Carlson, yep. uh, who also is a former lead gameplay designer at Play Dead, the Play limbo Dead, and inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle, you'd be happy to know that I've also been playing this game and I Ooh. just learned that I'm a third of the way in and I'm really digging it. Yeah, right? Because yeah. I think the thing that Cocoon does the best, um, and this is when video games to me are at their best, is mm-hmm. when they show you and they don't tell you. Yeah. They show you exactly what you need to do, and you f- you have that sense of accomplishment, like you solved it yourself. You didn't need your hand to be held. Um, I love when games do that, and yep. Cocoon is very much like that. Like, the first five minutes, I'm like, is is all I'm doing is pressing X like and like, and then there's some platforms where like it worked a little bit. I'm like, Oh wait, I got to hold down. Mm-hmm. Like there are some devices that help guide me through the world. I'm like, Oh, okay. So I need to go here. And then yep. like, when you get to the puzzle elements, even like the boss fights that when you unleash those guardians, yeah, they're tough as shit. The first one got me down mm-hmm. like easily two dozen times. Not to brag. I didn't die once. Oh, okay. Tough guy. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a really, it's a really fun time and it is really smart. I got it because it's a puzzle game and I need to train my brain more on those things, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it a great deal. I might, I might plan it as well. And uh, please follow, uh, what his name's Jep? Yes. Jep. Uh, G follow Jep on on Twitter and social media because Jep is dropping like, 
his thought process on designing the game. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really cool to see his insight into what is a very heady game to kind of wrap your brain around, yep. like how he made this. Yeah. And uh, he, I, I saw one the other day, which I really, really love, is that every screen you are on, all everything that you can do is clearly presented to you. Mm. You were never lost on the screen. Mm. Like you see all of your options in front of you. You see a place where you can drop a world, an orb. You can see all the other paths, north, south, east, west. Mm-hmm. You see other sigils and stuff that you might have to activate later on or or areas of interest. Like everything is like visually being told to you on the screen at once. So it's very accessible in that right. Yeah. Um one of the year's best games. So please go check it out. I think Absolutely. it's like 20 bucks 25 bucks yeah well worth it well worth it's it it's a good time Dewane Rockshire writes in gentlemen I hope you're both doing well I'm doing fantastic Dewane oh my goodness a question for Joe will you dip back into Diablo 4 for season 2 uh, following the changes coming out of the live stream part 1 which happened this morning I don't know all I can say right now is no it's just too much but maybe next year uh, I will because the, the platinum is like 20 hours away I know I could do it uh, but right now they, man, they took a lot of the goodwill that first month and just threw it out the window. It's a really, it's a really damn shame. Uh, question for Kyle, who is your MK1 main and why? Ooh, great question. Um, I've also shelved the game. Uh, I'm very close to the platinum. Oh, really? But, but a lot of it is okay. very grindy and I don't feel like grinding it out right now. Fair. Like you have to master five cameo characters and the XP you get for each is so small. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, yeah, I don't feel like doing this right now. Okay. Um, I played through invasions with Baraka. Okay. Um, just because I like his knife blades, forearm blades, but playing through the story, I think my favorite was, I love Kenji. Yeah. Kenji's pretty dope. The blind uh, uh, samurai warrior. Okay. He was pretty fun. And Johnny Cage is really, really fun to play, too. I don't usually play with Johnny. I and, just uh, thought when you said Baraka, cool. I was like, uh, I got knives for hands. <laughs> uh, they're jutting out of my forearms. Uh, I'm going to slice dice. <laughs> oh, really quickly yes. uh, on that. You just brought up like. What if Barack was a Barack Obama in in the game world? And one of my favorite things about the story is taking characters that we knew mm-hmm. and switch them up. Like in this one, Raiden is the student. Right. He yes. is not like the lightning god, right? Yeah. Kung Lao is not, you know, this wizened fighter. He's a young kid who's just trying to survive. Liu Kang is the like the god. He is the Raiden character. Yeah. And to see like Molina and Katana, you know, switch up roles. Uh, Molina and, and Katana. Uh, love those <laughs> oh, kids. Damn it. Uh, my name's and having, Baraka. Like... Uh, and today, uh, together, we're going to take down uh, who's the big guy in name again? Shao Kahn. Well, like in that end, Shao Kahn is just like a general. Yes. Sindel is in charge of of Outworld. Uh, and like Reptile having a brand new. Sindel's gone too far. Sedell's pretty, pretty awesome. Yes. So yeah, I just wanted to point out like the seeing characters in different lights is pretty cool too. Hey Kyle, I just want to know if you're holding on to something. 
I am my Loki Steelbook. Ooh, season one, baby. Season two starts tomorrow. I know. I'm, really I'm just happy. happy Disney Plus is doing like Steelbooks. It's like, oh wow, we actually need to make more yeah. money. Off Wandavision's on order, but that's coming in December. I think. Fair. Those are two. I think those are the. That they have Mandalorian Night. ones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the Mandalorian. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, temptation. <laughs> Prepare the drop. Here are the latest steals and deals. <clears throat> Sorry. Coming to the PlayStation storefront on October 2nd. Blinken's Folly on PS5, PS4. Uh, Pang 2 on PS5. On October 4th. Oh, <laughs> what is this word? Di- Di- uh, October 3rd, by the way. What did I say? 4th. Sorry, that's your what day. Uh, Diorama Dungeon Crawl on PS5, PS4. Uh, Disaya Seven Vows of the Virtuous on PS5, PS4. Pixel Ripped, nineteen ninety five on PSVR two. Scorn No Way in Hell on PS5. <laughs> too creepy, too penisy. Uh, what so- are those uh, console covers? You know what I'm saying? Oh. Make the flaps even more realistic. Oh, the flaps are going to have foreskin. No one, no one scorns aesthetic. <laughs> All right. Survivor Castaway Island on PS5, PS4. Sindria uh, on PS5. October 4th, my birthday. It, 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 we're recording right now. Dino what? Break on PS5. Wordless on PS5, PS4. Which looks dope, by the way. Oh, Check yeah? out Wordless, everybody. I yeah. shall. On the fifth, Assassin's Creed Mirage on PS5 and PS4. Bang on balls, Chronicles. <laughs> I got some balls you can bang. Oh, oh uh, PS4. Uh, Cricket 24. <laughs> the official game of ashes. On PS5, PS4. Sounds way more majestic and epic than the I'm game here of the Elden Ring be. theme. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then it's just like, just a British guy with a club, just very neatly. <laughs> That's not cricket. And then, oh, it's, it's You're thinking of croquet. Cricket is is like the baseball bat where they bounce it on the ground and they hit it. It's like baseball. I believe you. Okay. I'm good. You're thinking croquet where they hit the balls through the little gates? Yeah. No, that's croquet. Are you serious? I'm very serious. Kyle, you take your... Kyle. (laughs) You kidding me? Cricket game. No, we're solving this out on the show. I don't care. No, I'm right. You're wrong. YouTube. What's it look yeah, like? I don't understand cricket in the slightest. This way, I don't believe you. I've tried. What is cricket? It, it, it get to know the sport. This already, I am seven seconds in. None of this shit makes sense. <laughs> oh, but the ladies and the dudes play together. I think that's oh, cool. I didn't know. All right, that's it's cool. classy. Yeah, it's interesting. There's like pins. Oh, wow. These people are going nuts over it. You These can seven it people anywhere? in the crowd are know. really losing it. No, it. Joe, it's pretty big. <laughs> Is it really big? It's pretty It's pretty massive. Like, bigger than baseball? Not for us. Baseball is an American-only thing. <laughs> but, like, really? This? Yeah, dude. This looks stupid as shit. Okay. Hey. This makes no None of this makes Australians, sense. Australians, come after Joe. Don't come after me. What is this? What? What is this? 
He's like I said, I he's throwing the to ball to it. the ground and it yeah. bounces in the air so the guy can hit it and then the guy runs to the left. What? Yeah, I don't know. You can also hit it behind you, anywhere to the side. How? I I don't get it. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's like wall ball. You, you played that game, not because it was exciting, but because you were in seventh grade and you had a ball and there just happened to be a wall. Yeah. And you made stupid rules. And you're like, you can't throw that hard. You know, like shit like that. <laughs> yeah. I see seven people in the crowd, Kyle. Okay. I see legitimate. Now there's a, now there's a, I think those are all CG, but like, this is not real. <laughs> Thank goodness we could clear that up for the folks at home. King versus Giant, the Broken Knight Excalibur. Versus giant. What's that? Knight, oh, Knight versus, versus Giant. giant. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Broken Excalibur on PS5. Lord Winklebottom investigates. <laughs> and Joe, let me tell you a little bit about Lord Winklebottom investigates. Oh, boy. You, you think, like, what in the world is this game? Right. What if I tell you? This is a 1920s murder mystery point-and-click adventure, but you play as a dashing giraffe detective. (laughs) Guys, when I say it's not like a humanoid giraffe. No, it's a legit giraffe in a suit and a top hat with a smoking pipe, and I think his Watson is a hippo. What I like about this um, is that the giraffe is wearing trousers. So they have... Yes. But not shoes. The hooves are still there. Because no. if you put shoes on a giraffe, that would be silly. <laughs> yeah, why? What's the point? <laughs> Game of the year. NHL 24 and PS5, PS4. Sword Art Online, the last recollection or recollection on PS5, PS4. Uh, Sunshine Manor on PS5, PS4. The Sisters 2, Road to Fame on PS5 and PS4. All right. There you go. Those are all the games coming out this week. Again, I'm going to be playing the shit out of Assassin's Creed Mirage. Going to love it. Going to love it. Big same. Kyle, uh, it's time for the last segment of the night, but it just so happens to be our favorite segment of the night, and it's time for the Sony Pony Express. You want to read the questions for the night, sir? I absolutely can. First one comes up from Brody. What's up, guys? My question for this week is, how are you guys feeling about the Rebirth content gameplay that's been surfacing? Are you guys excited about the Synergy combat experience? Also, what other hopes and aspirations do you have for Final Fantasy VII? Mm. Thanks, guys, and hoping all is well. Brody, I can't contain my excitement. (laughs) I cannot wait. I'm already at the point where I don't want to see any more. Okay. Even though I know for a fact we're going to get another huge trailer, probably at Game Awards. Yep. Um, I think the synergy combat stuff is super cool and how you can use multiple characters. I love how you can have preset parties and switch on the fly before getting into combat. Uh, visuals are awesome. The map looks exactly like I want it to be. Super open and mm. lots of things to do. Um. Some bit of a controversy like this week with the name of um, the cat. Why? Um, it, it's hard to explain. I always, it's like the thing where you read a character's name in a book. Yeah. And the way you say it, you find out it's been mispronounced 
Oh. You're mispronouncing it all along. Oh, okay. So like gotcha. Square Enix came out and officially said like, this is how you pronounce it. And it's Kate Sith, which is how I always said it. But it's a Gaelic name and you say it cat, cat set, cat seeth, cat, something like that. Okay. And a lot of people are upset, which is fine. But it was, it was like, really, that's the upset? I couldn't. I could it's, not escape it yesterday. That's where the rage is at. So, it's because it's I guess. Kate Seth. I guess, or cat, 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 she, cat, see. I, don't, I forgot what Jesus. it is. Uh, my apologies. Yeah. If that if that ruined but, your day, you got a pretty great life or a pretty sad <laughs> life. You get to pick. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm I show show me everything and mm-hmm. finding out like there is going to be an FF seven panel at Comic Con, New York Comic Con. Where the voice actors are there, and it's hosted by Matthew Mercer, who is a critical role, but he's also the voice of Ganondorf right. this year. Right. And he's voicing Vincent, I'm pretty sure, in this game. So that should be fun. So I, I assume we'll get some more info there. But I, I, give, give me all the things. I got yeah. my deluxe edition pre-ordered, so I can nice. get two steelbooks. I'm ready. I got I got my trucker hat from GameStop. I'm ready to go. Ooh, sweet. That's right. When I pick go. up AC uh, at Best Buy, I'm getting a canvas print. Okay. Is is the pre-order bonus there? Like that's a weird thing to Very give weird. away, but that's fine. Very just weird. give me a steel book. That's all I want. Yeah, just get. That's all I really need, honestly. <laughs> no, I'm excited for Final Fantasy VII. I actually, I'm Kyle. Can I come here for a second? I am now starting to think maybe I play the original before. I, I know last week you were like, no, I'm going to wait. I don't want to be tainted. But here's the thing. Now that I know, and I forgot to put this on the breaking news, but now that I know that, like, the, like first and foremost, the PlayStation remote uh, play, the PlayStation portal, there you go, the remote yeah. player, um, already sold out in, in Japan. It's actually sold out in, on Amazon US. It looks like when people like complain on things on Twitter, it's not real. That's why like y'all just take I got my pre-order in. Got my pre-order in. Thank you. That was my treat yourself birthday gift. Mm-hmm. Um it, yeah, it was, you know, I'm in. So I'm like maybe that's the thing I play on it. Oh, real quick. Yeah. Uh, an, another little bit of flash news. The the Deep Earth collection. Dual sense c- controllers oh, and yeah. the plates are also live at uh, PS Direct, and I got mine through GameStop. Oh, okay. And I think Amazon also has them Let right now, but it Let seems like most day. retailers probably have them. So okay, cool. That was from the last state of play. So you got that silver one, the volcanic, Bull. volcanic red, volcanic. and what do they call the blue? Cobalt blue. Cobalt blue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Ooh, sterling They're silver. Pretty. They're real pretty. Yeah. Yes. PS5 looks pretty cool in that blue, those blue plates. Yeah. This, this, I'm copping this blue. Yeah. The blue's pretty yeah, sweet. Just pre ordered it. I don't have any. All right. Next question before I make it more <laughs> bad. Gettleberry writes in Hey, guys. Hope you're well. As I'm going through a bout of insomnia, I lay in bed swimming in thoughts. Oh, I've been there, Gettleberry. Yeah. Then I think about 3D. How is that a thing? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Let's get in it, Gettleberry. We all went through a phase where 3D films were popular back around the 2010s. Same thing happened to games with the Nintendo 3DS, and in this case, the PS3. Sony went down the 3D rabbit hole, having a bevy of its games being playable in 3D. Even I played Assassin's Creed 3 solely through 3D lens. 
Whoa. Whoa. Sony even went as far as releasing the PlayStation 3D display TV unit designed purely for 3D gaming. Don't you have that? Yeah. That's my second monitor. That's Yeah, that's crazy. It still works, and it's still a good monitor, dude. Yeah. 3D TVs were a necessity back then, so what happened? I get it. It wasn't for everyone. Dizziness, motion sickness, and often wearing those big nerdy glasses glasses were all off-putting. But it also had its perks, like being able to play split screen without seeing the other player's screen. That's really cool. So what's your take on this former 3D fad? Did you guys experience gaming in 3D? Do you miss it? Would you bring it back? Is it still a thing? As always, take care and sending you both some 3D love while counting those 3D sheep. Ghettoberry, <laughs> I hope you get some sleep. And That's I mean right. that in the most loving way possible. <laughs> 3D sheep. <laughs> Oh, yeah, such a good uh, I never, I never games using 3D glasses. No, no. I, I, I immediately, when 3D came out, I knew it was a fad. Um, I saw the, the monitor and I got it for the cheap because I got traded a whole bunch of shit in. I remember that. Mm. So, like, this monitor, I, I didn't, I, as much as I do love it, I think it's actually still a great monitor. Looks yeah. really good. I never used like the functionality of like the 3D features. Mm. Uh, so like I in theory I think that it's cool that like yeah you put on the glasses like for split screen that's great. Um, the last thing I watched anything 3D was actually Avatar: Way of the Water. Mm. So yeah, it's I, been a minute. Yeah, I think that was the last thing I saw too. Yeah, and for the most part, like when I go see a movie and it's in 3D. I find sometimes the 3D being off-putting. Mm-hmm. There's only been a few times where I'm like, "Whoa, this is cool." Yeah. Um, and I think I like, know the the girls loved it. Like, I think we saw, I think we saw Ant Man in 3D, ooh, and they dug it. Okay. But like, yeah, it's it's hit or miss. Okay. It's it can be real. Like Avatar was like the first the first one was like yeah. the real big 3D boom in the theater, and that was cool at the time, but. If you're only making like you know, only parts of how your does it thing actually truly out? elevate the medium? Exactly of what you're doing, and can it be done accessibly? Like, mm-hmm. do I not need to wear these dumb glasses? Can I look at it at a at an askewed angle and it still work? Mm-hmm. Like, those are the things. So, like, I would love it where it's like the Back to the Future two, where like Jaws. Uh, like 3d comes in like chomps on me that would be amazing but like I, like that's not anytime soon. have have the delorean fire like come out of the screen at you as mm-hmm. it speeds off that would be cool bro real talk I think- i'd fuck if i saw that <laughs> i cream my jeans dude i'd i there are some like christmas carol in 3d with, like the snow falling that's pretty cool yes joe i saw a delorean in real life while i was picking up bagels for the family this weekend yeah. and did i follow that man for a block and did i take out my phone and start taking pictures of that vehicle yes i did oh boy yes i did <laughs> just tangent it's sorry. crazy you crazy <laughs> i'm sorry anything else Nope, that's it. Uh, Savoy Prime writes in, Hey, fellas, long-time listener, long-time fan. Here's my question. Why did The Last of Us not get a sequel? Listen here, Savoy. It didn't get a sequel. It got a part two. Yeah, it got a part two. Boom. Roasted. It's a continuation. (laughs) Continuation of the story. And you just sponsored last week The Last of Us 2 appreciation segment. Why are you going back on your word? Yeah. So, yeah, maybe... Coward? You Tucker Carlson. There was one. Listen, if you're not in the Discord, you don't know. Savoy <laughs> loves hating on Last of Us Part 2. 
Why a lot is of us have an axe to grind with this man. <laughs> does he not like good narrative? Does he not like yeah. the characters? Yeah. Why What's does he problem, like to run dude? away? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Love, Love you, boy. Love you. Uh, Bertos Maximus writes in, Hey, guys, so I finally took the plunge and brought Jedi Survivor. Yes. Despite wanting to play it a few months back. All I can say is, OMG, I freaking love it. Yes. Beautiful and well-made. I have two small questions. One, okay. with the third game in the works, do you think they will finally sort out the map system? Oh, Not a way. chance. <laughs> no way in hell. Uh, they tried, and it's still bad. Still struggling with it. And two, I've started on the Jedi Master difficulty. What did you guys do on your first playthrough? As always, stay safe and keep on bringing us the best PlayStation content. House uh, redacted bangers for the win. Slangers. Love your friend from across the pond. He wrote slangers, but it's bangers. Um, yes. I forgot. It was the normal difficulty. Jedi Master I mean, all the I... way until I met those goddamn frogs. Oh, don't get me started. Then I just turned it to easy, and I don't have any regrets. <laughs> oh, those stupid no regrets. frogs. Ogdo Bogdo, get out of here. <laughs> you have an Bogdo flashbacks. <laughs> I'm having real bad PTSD right now. That's right. <laughs> Remember, Kyle, the Ogdo Bogdos cannot get you while you're podcasting. <laughs> you're safe. Um, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, no, I played hard because, you know. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, punk, uh, I ain't no punk. Because I'm one uh, with the force of the forces with me. Cowboy Danger D. Yeehaw. Question for the Sony Pony Express. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. What is the oddest game-related item you have? It could be a collector's edition, a figurine, or something on the lines of what I have. A Garrus body pillow. Oh, sorry. How dare you. (laughs) I have a very old, yet still in excellent condition, pair of Gears of War 4 socks. Ah. It came with a 12-month subscription of Live when the game first came out, and I've cherished those things over the years. Do you guys have any one-off or odd gaming-related items? As always, love you guys and shiny side up. Love you too, Cowboy. Mm. Um, they're around here somewhere, but somebody in our community sent me San Diego Studios, like, gloves. Ooh. Like that, that you could use with your touchscreen. Like, they don't... Boop, boop, boop. They can still work. I like that. Um, I have up there the pre-order item I got for getting Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. the Square Enix game. It's a metal tin with like a Guardians membership card inside. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's kind of cool. Behind, like, like right next to, uh, to um, uh, oh my God, what's your name? Millennia. Melbourne? Millennia, right? I got a, a Sekiro uh, letter opener. Like that's cool. I remember you showing that off. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. And you can like unsheath it as well. Um, I got <laughs> a whole behind bunch of the Guardians tin, I have a mini... You know, like those old school metal lunchboxes yes. that people used to have? It's a Doom Eternal little tiny lunchbox that. that was also a pre-order thing through GameStop. Hey, Kyle, by the way, do you like what I did with the, the backdrop? Oh, to be honest, Joe, I don't know what the difference is. Okay, so the difference is I actually put statues in between the steel Oh, books. Aloy and... and um, was that, Kratos? Kratos and Boy. Oh, and okay. then down here is Bloodborne Boy, and then you got the oh. Mando helmet. Yeah, I'll be honest, I, I can't see it. It's kind of dark. It's fair enough. I forgot to light it. Light it. So. No, that's fine. You're, you're, you're no, that's cool. You're off the hook. Um, I remember working at GameStop, getting like weird things. I don't think I have them anymore. I collect the like the lanyards. Like, oh yeah, know, got the Starfield like the pin old... in the lanyard. Yeah. 
They used to have like weird promotional items too that I would grab whenever I could. I got a dreams pin that's bent. Oh, from Pax. Nice. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yes, yes. Uh, Una writes in. Ooh, okay. Hey there, guys. Hope you are both doing well. Fantastic. My question this week is a very simple one. What's your favorite suspension of belief moments in games? Oh, I have a great one. I just started a new game last night where it is set in Italy, but the characters speak in Japanese instead of Italian. So I have to have to suspend disbelief due to it. With that, I throw the ball to you guys. What moments in games makes you have to suspend your belief? Joe, Yuna, everyone listening, you're going to tell me. Okay. I'm going to sneak through, right? Be stealthy as all I can be. You're gonna the enemy's gonna see me for a brief second and I'm gonna back up into tall grass and they'll be like, Oh, you know what? It's fine. Right. You <laughs> I don't need to worry. It's so it's totally cool. That man has a gun and you know what? It's fine. It's fine. I'll just turn my back. Nothing bad can happen here. <laughs> or like 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 when like you kill a guy, right? Like in a stealth mission, and then like you just you, you just like pull him over to some tall grass and like, where'd he go? Where's yeah, Fred? Oh. It's like you wouldn't call. Like, hey, Fred was supposed to be here. You you, you can't tell on your patrol that when you come back, that guy is not there anymore. You couldn't see the streak of blood. You know what? You can't say like, oh, like that white bald guy has been the waiter, the security guard, <laughs> the guy in the I bathroom. I never noticed the barcode tattoo on all of these people. Exactly. You'd be like, hey, listen, like. What if like like H forty seven could even be bothered with a wig? Day? Like, <laughs> yeah, you could be bothered with a, a fake mustache and sunglasses. No. no, no, no. Um, I mean, a chainsaw on a gun is pretty outrageous. Got to yeah. spend some belief. Anytime that it has to do with space as well, you gotta you gotta pretend a little bit. Sure. The vacuum of space, explosions in space like that don't make sense. Yeah. You know? uh, also, fall damage. <laughs> yeah. Just in general, how is Leon jumping out of a four-story building and being totally? I mean, fine? he kicked a boulder. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You're gonna tell me he's gonna parry a chainsaw with a de- knife? Knife and a Glock? Okay. Well, come on. <laughs> okay. Come on, Leon. What are you doing? You're going to roundhouse kick this dude's head off his body? Get out You're of You're going to tell me I'm going to run into 19 consecutive bear traps <laughs> and I'm not even going to limp once? <laughs> and in fact, in the next two hours, I'm going to do like eight somersaults and land right yeah. on my shins? Okay. <laughs> Wow, this enemy, I've seen him before. I've killed him 18,000 times. Why do they all look the same? Yeah, I don't know. Down to the same clothing. It's weird. Yeah, or like when you're pulling like a mob in any type of game, and you're like, mm-hmm. there's like a guy like 50 yards away, but he gets like, you can hear and see the reaction. You know what I mean? You can yeah. hear some tussling. He doesn't come to help. He's just standing in the line. Why Why is this letter telling me the combination to this very highly <laughs> guarded safe just laying right here on this table? Yeah. It's very not okay to keep what this What is this, a Mar-a-Lago safe. bathroom? <laughs> why are all these classified documents just strewn about? <laughs> you know? Oh, God. Reward me. That's a, that's a hilarious joke. <laughs> <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> That's really funny. Holy shit. Just collectibles in general is another good one. Just like 
Who had time to hide these doom dolls all over? <laughs> yeah. Hell? Get a little, yeah. little fist bump. Shoot. Whose job is that to hide collectibles in in the world of games? I don't know. Which, like, you know, aside from, you know, joking around uh, disbelief in games, yeah. I saw a TikTok of the world's highest paying job for the least amount of work, but the work is crazy. What's that? Apparently, I, I think, oh, who was it in our community that actually does it? I forgot their name. I'm so sorry. Um, but it's a job where, like, you go to the towers and replace the light bulbs at the top. Oh, that's... And yeah. according to this TikTok, I don't know if it's the same for everybody, but it's like for one day of work, it's like a hundred grand because of how unsafe and dangerous it is. Because it's dangerous and, not, and like so many people are afraid of heights. Exactly. Yep. Like it crane takes like operators four hours to climb all the way up to replace one light bulb once a year. And well, then like, you have to come all the way down. But that shit is scary. Worth it. Yeah. yeah I mean, if I was in shape, I'd think about it. Yeah. I'll drive a Tesla. Mm-hmm. Well, who knows? Okay. And then Prime writes in, if you can choose one game to get a remaster or remake, what would it be? What improvements would you like? I personally would love to see a GTA 4 remaster mm. with all the online trophies stripped out and all the DLC included. God, isn't that something? That would be kind of cool. Any game that has multiplayer trophies, what were you doing? What were you thinking? Get out of here. Get out of here. It's Except a great for like question. Last of Us One, those were yeah. fun trophies. Um, I don't want to say Bloodborne because again, cliche on it, you know. But like, yes. Um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking remake wise. Oh, I'm just. I'm getting my Star Ocean Two. Yeah. So I'll just take another PS One great and bring it back. Where's my Brave Fencer Musashi remaster slash remake? Ooh, great! That's question. a classic. I would love that. I don't know what the improvements would be, but it would be cool. What's going on outside? Drag races are outside. Um, it's 11 p.m. It's your birthday. I what know, are it's doing? 11 p.m. Come on. Honestly, I would love to see... Uh, I'm going to pick a Star Wars game because I'm in a Star Wars mood. I would like to see the... Oh, my God. The uh, Jedi Force Unleashed games remastered. Um. Just give remastered me remastered or remade. Remastered, remastered. Okay. Uh, yeah, just give me some better graphics. Give me some better like customization options. Rework some stats around. Those are some f- solid fun games. Give me Star Killer. I'm including SSX in there. Fair enough. Just bring that back. Well, Kyle, that's it for the trophy room this week. What a week it was. Is there anything yeah. you'd like to spotlight before we get on out of her? Uh, yeah, myself, Mr. KSEP, pretty much everywhere. You know the deal. 6-1 Indie, Indie Gaming stuff. Um, would also, uh, not to be a downer on your birthday. To be a downer. Don't be uh, downer halfway downer. through the show, I got a text. Oh, no. Uh, little man is at the hospital because of his asthma. He's sick. Again. Come um, on, little man. Yeah, so just send some good vibes his All way. Right. Hopefully they give him another steroid shot and he's good. But yeah. Send some love to the to the guy. It's maybe his fourth trip this year. Jeez Louise, little man. So, how old? How old's Owen? He's like two, two, little over two. Hot damn! It's just unfair. Hot damn! Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
best of best of luck to him. He's got he's got mega. He's a, he's a strong kid. I know. He's got he's got to like he's got to grow up to be a bodybuilder. You know what I mean? Like I hope you go so. th- gone through all that. You know your body's just gonna be. Ready I hope for he anything. senses when like illnesses are coming close, and he yeah. just chops them in half with his fist. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it destroys them. Uh, you can find me over at Mr. Bad Bit. And oh, you know what I forgot to mention on top of the show? Uh, our Spider-Man 2 PS5 oh, giveaway. Yeah. Pretty simple. Uh, just subscribe to us on YouTube. Make sure you're part of the Discord. You know, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Any of those ways get you entered to win a copy of Spider-Man 2 on PS5. But we're really pushing uh, YouTube. So please, please make sure. Uh, you subscribe over at youtube.com slash at PS Trophy Room. We've literally already gotten over 100 plus entries um, already. So I think it's like we're at like 300. So go go for it. Uh, deluxe edition. Uh, and I know we're probably going to even have more deluxe editions. Probably to give away for Extra Life as well. So that said, uh, you can follow the show over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. You could join our Discord link down below. Be a part of the amazing community over here on the Trophy Room. Uh, and yeah, this month is going to be crazy with content. But on the Patreon side, uh, we got some really cool surprises uh, being announced awfully soon. So yeah. It'll be pretty, pretty, pretty cool. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, everybody, we love you all. Keep your wits about you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. See y'all. Bye. I love you.